Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Kristen Lipinski. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hello and welcome to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. I'm your host, Christian Lipinski. Now, just a reminder, our Recruit and Retain event is coming up, so head over to imeethotel.com to register for that. If you can't make it, Uh, and you still would like the video clips, still register. We'll send them to you once we edit them down. Now, I'm excited for this week's episode. If you attended our short-term rental summit, you may recall my next guest. So please welcome to the show the founder and CEO of Breezeway, Jeremy Gull. Jeremy, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on today. How are you? Very well. Thanks for for having me and um, happy to be here. Absolute pleasure. And, and for our listeners who follow IME Hotel, you may recognize Jeremy uh, from our short-term rentals edition. Uh, I recommend you go check that content out on our website. So let's just kick it off today uh, with a bit of an introduction. So Jeremy, can you tell me just maybe a bit about yourself, your background, uh, and the inception of Breezeway? Sure. Yeah. I um, In 2006, I started a company called Flipkey, which was a vacation rental marketplace. And we worked with uh, half a million listings and and homes all around the world uh, in partnership with TripAdvisor um, and Expedia at the beginning. And then, you know, as TripAdvisor sort of spun out from Expedia, just just TripAdvisor, Mm. powering the majority of the vacation rentals on their website. Mm. And through that time, 2006 through 2014, I spent a lot of time with alternative accommodation providers and property managers, vacation rental property managers, and um, got to know them very well through you know, tons of conferences and um, events and as our clients. And I learned a ton about their business and their marketing challenges. We were a marketplace for you know, matching guests to supply. But what I learned was that over the period of time was that operations was just a really hard burden Mm -hmm. um, in the space. And as I did a little more research and I dug in and I thought about what I was going to do next after Flipkey, I developed a thesis and an idea around property operations and service Mm -hmm. and the idea that servicing the properties was becoming more and more you know, that's what we do as, as hospitality providers. That's the key piece of the puzzle is, you know, what's the experience going to be like when you show up at the hotel, right. when you show up at a short-term rental, when, when you show up for, for a stay, for a vacation. And as marketing became more simplified and not the special thing that each, you know, one of these providers did, it really turned to service. So I started a company called Breezeway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> focused on helping operators really deliver the type of experience at the property that they want to deliver that makes it an exceptional experience. Mm -hmm. And that is how you prepare the property, how you communicate with your guests during that time, how you clean, maintain, service, and provide additional service to properties, especially when we start to see this convergence between hotels and short-term rentals and 
you know, the uniqueness of the inventory. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a, I mean, that's an excellent lead on to, you know, what I was going to say next. It's been a very interesting few years, uh, especially for short-term rentals. And when I say interesting, it's uh, more words than that, actually, for the last couple of years. But, you know, we can see that uh, the rise of short-term rentals was inevitable. Uh, and, you know, seeing, uh, I, I would say, and most that I spoke to would say that the pandemic has accelerated short-term rentals. You know, you go to a hotel room, uh, you know, you're in a big building with other people versus a short-term rental, you know, it could be keyless entry and it's just you and you're not talking to anybody and go straight to a small apartment that has all the amenities uh, of a regular apartment. Um, but of course, everything's been changing and moving forward, but maybe you can give me your perspective on how the gray space between hotels and short-term rentals are merging. Yes, that great. I love that term gray space. And <laughs> I think that this was a convergence that was already happening. Mm-hmm. The pandemic and, you know, three years of, of travel during COVID has really, you know, shined the light on vacation rentals and the concept that when you're, you know, locked at home and staying secluded mm-hmm. um, and really you know kind of going crazy in your own space yeah. you can go and find another space you know a home away from home if you will where you can go and have that same seclusion and privacy and security if that's what you're looking for but but change your surroundings right. and I think we've seen over the last three years that's accelerated the demand clearly it's mm-hmm. accelerated the demand for short-term and vacation rentals. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is like, is that was happening already, right? Like pre-pandemic, Airbnb purchased Hotel Tonight, Expedia purchased HomeAway, vacation rentals were, you know, co-marketed on all the OTAs. And so this was already happening. And I think that gray space is just like, it's the combination of what people are really looking for, right? Mm -hmm. Like that, People are really looking for that that stay, that experience that is like part hotel and part, you know, escape and seclusion on your own. Right. Um, and that that's the merging that we continue to see happening. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it's something personally with me as well. When, uh, you know, I go on holiday, I'd like to take a little bit more time when I go to a place now. I think this is also a big trend is a lot of people that are going on holiday they're going to travel, I would say, less frequently, but for longer periods of time. And so if you're staying a day or two at a, you know, a city just to see it and you want to go downtown, rent a hotel room, you know, it's just a quick transit. But if you're staying for a longer period of time, I think you're looking for those kind of comfort spaces. I don't know about you, but this is kind of what I've been seeing a lot more uh, as well. Um, you know, there's with the short term rentals, there's a lot of companies or owner operators that are buying up uh, tons of rooms all over the city. I know there's one in in Rome, for example, but they got apartments on one side of the city on the other side of the city. So you have a lot of these unstandardized rooms. um, And we know that they can vary in size, amenities, locations. Um, You know, our favorite thing at my Amia Hotel, we love technology. And it's always changing, but uh, I'm wondering because, you know, Breezeway is a, a technology provider. Uh, how do you think that technology can help short-term rentals that have unstandardized rooms and provide a uniform guest experience? Yeah, I mean, um, well, here, here's, here's what I think, right? It's um, for all 
hospitality operators. Every stay is unique, right? So the rooms might be standardized in the hotel, but if you're really delivering on the guest experience, then every stay is unique and it's, you're trying to do some tailored um, service to the guest. You're trying to understand, you know, what's going to make a, a really good experience for that guest and, and how you're going to deliver that. Mm-hmm. And I think short-term rentals, that just becomes even more, that's even more challenging. We know this, right? Like if you stick with the theme of convergence between hotels and vacation rentals, hotels are really good at, or can be good and they have an advantage of, you know, a hundred rooms that all, that all look the same. The waste paper basket is in the exact same place. The configuration's the same. Easy to develop a, a detailed brand standard and execute on it. Mm-hmm. Much harder for vacation rentals, short-term rentals, where the properties are unique. But in fact, you know, those two, when you think every stay is unique, mm-hmm. they're more similar than, than they are different. And I think either way, technology has changed the landscape of vacation rentals dramatically you know, when we started Flipkey um, and we were starting to build an online booking platform, mm-hmm. you know, we received resistance in the industry. People thought, well, no, 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 nobody wants to book online. Um, suppliers don't want to take online bookings. They want to take checks um, and they want to be able to screen guests and talk to them beforehand, right. match them with the perfect property. And clearly, you know, Online bookings are exactly what people want. Yeah. It's super convenient. And it's a better way to shop. And so I think technology has continued to move that forward. And now technology can help standardize, can basically, you don't want to standardize the experience and lose, you know, lose your hospitality feel, but you can take all those unique differences and, and unique aspects that you want to deliver upon in a stay and help use technology to help you execute on those. That's mm-hmm. the that's the key in my mind. And I think, you know, technology will help you be responsive to the service expectations. Right. And I think that's uh that's an important thing that uh you know what you point out is, you know, there should be the hospitality stay, the uniqueness that is going to bring, you know, the customer back or the guest back one day because of their experience uh with with that group. Um now as you mentioned, you know, technology and technology can be a scary thing and that you gotta be right up to speed on everything that's coming out now. But pandemic the way um we've seen that there's been a lot of technology providers and software providers that were kind of based off the pandemic. Um, and so I'm wondering, you know, from your point of view, what technologies do you think that are coming out that are going to be sticking around? Or do you think some of these technologies are just going to go to the waste bin, you know, post pandemic? Yeah, it's super interesting. I think it's always a shifting, it's always a shifting landscape. But I believe the market's continuing to evolve and mature. Mm. And in fact, I think that the largest factor here is going to be service. And I think what we're going to talk about in a little bit, which is, you know, what hotels and vacation rentals and this convergence theme, Mm -hmm. you know, what they can each learn from each other. And so I think that dynamic is going to stick around and that's going to push, that's going to push a continued adoption and and leveraging of mm-hmm. technology. Mm-hmm. And so a keyless entry 
here to stay, you know, something clearly hotels can also get better at. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely here to stay in the short term rental space. I think that, um, you know, guest communication, right. <clears throat> we're still at the forefront of that. Like how you communicate with your guests, ways that you can automate that and make that simple, 100%. but also deliver service. We're still at the beginning of that as well. Yep. I think that's going to stick around. I'm trying to think of one, you know, that I think is a little bit of a, a flash in the pan. Um, I don't have one mm. that comes to mind, but I, I think along those lines, we will see some shifts, right? Like you're seeing the property management software systems, like the accounting systems mm -hmm. um, that folks use, both on the hotel and the short-term rental side. You're seeing them build deeper into dynamic pricing and channel distribution. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll see that continue to see that continue to happen. Yeah, I'd have to agree, especially the, the comment you made about the, the communication. Uh, as travelers, more and more we expect hyper-personalization. Um, I was at the Dutch Grand Prix last year that CM.com put on, and they send you WhatsApp messages as soon as you walk through the door, right through the gate, welcome to the F1 race, here's the different places you should go. And every time something happened, you got a message from them. So it was hyper-personalized, and it made me feel like I was a personal guest of them. Um, yeah. And I think that's a, an important thing to be able to have those communication channels uh, with your guests, because uh, again, that's going to be creating an experience. Uh, and as you mentioned, you know, um, during this conversation, we wanted to talk a bit about what hotels can learn from vacation rentals in 2022, and vice versa. I mean, for instance, the service and amenities of hotels coming into vacation rentals. How much room actually is there for hospitality operators to get even better in their service in 2022? Yeah, I think, well, you know, picking up on what you just said with those those WhatsApp messages, right? It's a fine line between making you feel connected and um, the operator cares about your stay mm -hmm. and, you know, flooding you with automated texts um, where you just feel like you're, you know, you're being spammed and yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, you know, leave me alone. Yeah. But I think it's, that's going to be the really interesting part, right? Because... I think short-term rentals and vacation rentals, um, as much as privacy and space and, and this sort of getaway in your own home is key to the experience, mm -hmm. amenities and service is a big piece of it. Yeah. And the way to get better at amenities and service is how you really dial in that guest communication and the service levels that you can bring, mm -hmm. which hotels have you know traditionally been very, very good at, right? Like... There's, you know, you can reach a person, you can pick up the phone, press zero and reach a person in the hotel yep. all the time. And you can get or go downstairs and speak to the concierge and get personalized recommendations mm -hmm. about how you should spend your time, get more towels, et cetera, et cetera. And I think um, hotels have an advantage there. Vacation rentals need to close the gap sure. and they will do so. And that's a big opportunity on how those short-term vacation rental operators can get better and better. I think it's really interesting too. It's like, you know, hotels need to focus more on keyless entry. Mm -hmm. As they do that though, and they lose some of those brand touches when you, I mean, no one loves the check-in line, yep. or at least I don't, you know, yeah. nobody loves to show up at the hotel and then you wait a half hour to, before you can get your room key. Yeah. But that is a brand touch point 
where the hotel can learn more about you know what it's going to be like to deliver the type of experience you're looking for when you stay with them. As they lose that and move to keyless entry, which they'll have to do, it's even more important that hotels think about this service communication, guest communication, and how they continue to build that brand in the same way that vacation rentals are still working through it, right? Which is, if I never see you, if you booked on, you know, if you didn't book direct, Mm -hmm. you booked on a marketplace, I didn't check in with you, you didn't come to my office to get your keys, you went straight to the property or the home, you know, I haven't had that much time to build a brand connection with you. And I need to develop that, right? And so I really want to start to engage you with my brand um, remotely and provide that kind of service so that you're you're connected to me sure. as an operator. And I think that's going to be the part where, um, you know, those two really come together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's uh, an important thing to take note that although you don't have a receptionist or you know, a reception room and you're checking in, uh, being able to connect with that guest um, and provide them with any kind of information they need in real time, uh, I think is going to be a, a new trend, which leads me on to my next question. I mean, it's been a rocky road over the last couple of years and it's been uh, pretty hard to predict anything, but you know, we see things kind of getting back on track um, and you know, looking brighter and the lights at the end of the tunnel here, uh, knock on wood. Uh, what consumer trends do you think will be important in 2022 that hospitality operators need to take note of now to start investing into it so that way uh, come this spring and summer that they're ready uh, for the new wave of tourism? Loaded question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry, we'll have another podcast uh, after the spring just to look back and see what you said here and see if uh, you're right on. <laughs> um. I just went skiing this weekend and, um, you know, multiple lifts were closed because they didn't have enough lift, lift operators um, for staffing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the lines were longer because they just didn't have enough staff to sort of, you know, guide people into the lift lines and sort of herd, herd the cats. Mm-hmm. And... As I speak to operators, you know, staffing shortages are it's a real thing. And mm-hmm. so I think one of the biggest trends, there's no lack of demand for, you know, short-term rentals and vacation homes mm-hmm. um, or, or for hospitality. Like, I think we will continue to see, you know, hopefully we're all, you know, the world's feel, continuing to feel the effects of COVID, but everyone's hopeful that... Um, you know, we're starting to pull through this. Mm-hmm. And I think we will see a major resurgence in travel in 2022, both on the, you know, in the hotel side. And I think vacation rentals will continue to be strong. You will still see, I think, a lot of flexible stays, sure. right? People are, we just did this, this, this past weekend. We were supposed to go um, Friday to Monday, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, we switched at the last minute. We went Thursday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll continue to see a lot of that on the consumer side. A lot of guests with flexible dates. And when you, this is a long answer, but I think this is probably one of the bigger things that operators are going to feel, which is you take the combination of that flexibility, right? People are still working remotely. Mm-hmm. They're not going back to the offices. You're seeing companies like Apple 
permanent work from home policies, et cetera. Yes. You know, um, you take that flexibility and then you combine it with staffing shortages mm-hmm. and it's going to put a lot of operational pressure on hospitality providers in 2022. Yep. And you need to be prepared to think very flexibly around your schedule and technology there, you know, and, and we do a we do a lot of this, which is, you know, it used to be very simple to set up your your cleaning schedule for the weekend or for a busy holiday or a busy, you know, two weeks coming up. Mm-hmm. Now with staffing issues and with this flexible stays, very hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, on a Tuesday what your back-to-backs and your turnover schedule is going to look like on the weekend. Yeah. And, and you're constantly adjusting it and then readjusting and recalculating for the staffing that you have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be a major trend into 2022 and beyond. I don't see it, I don't see it lightening up. Yeah. So I think that's one. I think, you know, so you need to be prepared for a really busy season. If you have downtime or, you know, typically if what you're seeing now is a surgeon reservations for uh, spring vacations and for the summer, now's the time to really take stock of your operations and Mm -hmm. think about what changes you need to make to preventative maintenance, to inventory, to updating your listings on OTAs and your websites. Um, Those are all the things you have to think about like right now. Um, And so I I think that those are two major trends Mm -hmm. um, for the year. I think safety yeah. And preventative maintenance is another one that's just a big thing that we're going to continue to see. We've we've done a great job in the short term and vacation rental side, bringing lots of listings and, and homes online, mm-hmm. improving the shopping experience over the last decade. Now we have to improve the quality right. uh, of the inventory and the, the quality of the properties and homes that are available mm-hmm. because... There are so many exceptional operators. And I think as demand for vacation rentals has increased, as hotels have felt that pinch, as communities have noted it as well, that there's just more people coming through mm-hmm. and vacation rentals are more popular than ever, or those those properties you referenced in Rome where, you know, some are on one side of the city, yeah. some are on the other, and the neighbors are seeing folks coming through. I think regulators are paying attention. Yeah. And they're trying to wrap their head around it. And the the best argument is, hey, look, let's all commit Mm -hmm. to really high quality short-term and vacation rentals um, because that's what the community wants and that's what that's what guests want. Yep, 100%. I think, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to unpack here in this episode uh, for our listeners. Um, I, I think you're right on on a lot of these points. And I think um, the one thing with, uh, like you said, that uh, the travel trends or what's coming up next is staffing is a huge thing as well. You know, people wanting to work remote and being able to work remote. We're actually at IMEA Hotel. One of our next webinars on January 20th is about recruitment and retainment. Um, and so uh, be sure to check that one out uh, to all our listeners. That's on January 20th. But uh, Jeremy, I just wanted to ask you one more question before we wrap up today. Um, if people want to know more about Breezeway, where should they go? Yeah, um, you should check out our website. It's breezeway.io. Um, there's a lot of resources there. Good information about the different products that we offer, 
from you know maintaining cleaning and maintenance and, and service at your properties to guest communication and safety um, and we're constantly we've got a big team that's building uh, continuing to build out a lot more valuable product um, for the market because I think this is a challenging piece of the business for operators and it's it's only going to continue to be be more challenging in the future mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot of resources there too information videos um, a lot of educational materials so check it out and then you know, if you're interested, you can always send us an email directly at VIP at breezeway.io. Brilliant. So for all our listeners, uh, go check out breezeway.io. Uh, brilliant stuff that you guys are doing there, Jeremy. Uh, I want to say thanks so much for taking the time with us. Uh, another I Meet Hotel Now or podcast. Uh, it's always an absolute pleasure to have you part of the program. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Great to chat with you. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.